Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode eight on season four of Wife Me Up. I'm your host, Megan Faulkner, and I am just so glad to be with you today. Thank you so much for listening, for your support, your encouragement, your kindness. Y'all are just the best, and I love you so much. I mean it. You listening really does mean the world to me, so thank you so much. Hey, a quick reminder to our Wife Me Up community. If you are on Apple Podcasts and wouldn't mind leaving a rating interview, it would help so much. If you're on Spotify and wouldn't mind subscribing and following, that would be an incredible honor. And no matter what platform you're listening in on, if you felt generous and would share the show, I cannot even describe to you how much shares help. We're a community of over 7,000 right now, and I'm just so excited to continue to grow in this season and help people encounter hope as we do that. Our guest for today is so fun. And she has so much wisdom. You will not want to miss a word of what she says. Emily Olds is a wife, a mom, a daughter, a sister, a fun creator, a friend, and a leveling up extraordinaire. Emily can take nothing and really make it into something extraordinary. If you're wondering how to make people leave your presence feeling amazing, she is the girl to listen to. Emily's creative ideas have left people feeling loved and seen and known. It truly is her gift, and she has an unrivaled reputation here. One of the first times I worked with Emily over a decade ago, she said, I just want to take everything in life and make it prettier. If that gives you any insight into who she is. If you're interested in taking your event and making it awesome, creating things for others to enjoy and doing it all with a tireless spirit of love, you will not want to miss anything that Emily Olds has to say on our episode today. Hey, before we get started, remember, Wife Me Up is for the single person who wants to feel like they're a part of the club. It's for the married person who has anyone single in their life. It's for the dating, the engaged, the enraged, and everyone in between. My hope is that this show will provide a little humor, a lot of fun ideas, and ways that we can all be a little more connected to each other's stories. To not isolate or assume, but to engage and ask, to tell stories, to share ideas, and to as often as possible, create things for others to enjoy because what actually is life if it's not shared here is my conversation about leveling up everything with emily olds hey everybody and happy thursday we have just one of my favorite people in the whole wide world here with us today, Emily Olds. Emily, welcome to Wife Me Up. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Can you tell our community who you are and what you do in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So I'm a wife of 15 years. 15? 15, yeah. Wow. I've known you a long time. I know. (laughs) I'm a mom of three very active kids. Mm Mm-hmm follower of Jesus. Yeah. Um, on staff at my church. Yeah, you are. PTO president at my kid's school. Whoop. Daughter, friend, sister, aunt, yeah. you know, and an unpaid Uber driver slipping <laughs> my kids around from place to place. <laughs> that is really funny. You hit all of the bullet points of what you do. Um, yeah, that is a little, that's next leveling for sure. <laughs> As you can see, Emily achieves a lot in her day. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Emily, I brought you on to wife me up because I have never met anyone in my life. And I, I like 
I really mean this, who operates in such a spirit of excellence in all that you do. You are always taking things to the next level. And listeners, of full disclosure, Emily and I work together. We're on staff mm-hmm. at the same in the same place. So I, I see this every single day in, in how you operate. It's super inspiring that you can do things really well all of the time, like all of the time. So can you tell us what motivates that? Where does that passion and drive come from? And why do you feel compelled to operate the way that you do? Right. Well, first of all, I do not do everything well, as my husband will certainly tell you, (laughs) but I try to do things. um, It's good. Um, My motivation probably comes from, I am a middle child. I'm a classic, classic born people pleaser. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't do enagrams. You do, but you probably know where I fall. Yeah. Um, You're high achieving. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess my motivation is always, I am not a hugger. Yeah. I'm not, um, my, what is it? Love language is definitely not touch. Right. So this is a way that I can give people a warm hug by, you know, doing things for them. Excellently. Um, Yeah, I guess. Um. That's really sweet. (laughs) I never considered that aspect of it. (laughs) And it's like, I always think of the end game, like how is this gonna make somebody feel at the end? And I want it to be like, that's my warm hug to them. Yeah, that is really beautiful. (laughs) What what is your love language? Do you Um, know? Is it service? It's service. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I will do this thing. Totally. Like, touch. Uh, like, yeah, no, not interested. I mean, I hug my kids. Sure. <laughs> they need hugs. <laughs> that is really funny. And listeners, we were talking just a little bit before we were recording and Emily, we were talking about this question and she was like, I don't know about this. This is what motivates you question which is exactly why she's here because this is a beautiful display of just someone operating in who they are not necessarily trying to be something or someone but she she literally cannot help it she next levels everything all of the time and she just can't help it i mean i do thrive when i'm in creating something yes i mean like my mom can probably tell you like when i had when i played with barbies and she'd bring me home like the outfit like i next leveled it with like i created jewelry to go with it like the hair bow the whole like it was never good enough what was in the box right you always had to do more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that tracks <laughs> <laughs> i understand that for sure season four of of wife me up is all about experiencing and being and feeling and doing and seeing good. We are super committed in this season to proclaiming good here because we know who good comes from. And can you tell us a time where as a result of your willingness to just take it to the next (laughs) level that you have experienced, seen, felt good in that space? Can you tell us some feel good stories? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm glad that you asked this question because I really didn't think about these things until it was brought to my attention to think, you know, like really think it through. Yeah. But I guess like, so after we had kids and we were living here and we don't have any family around, it was um, coming to be Easter time. And I was like, I want to do something with our friends who also don't have family around. So we had like little five year, little like babies running around searching for Easter eggs, like in our park across the street. And it was Mm -hmm. really a great event, but now, I feel this call to like create this community Easter egg hunt in our 
little town that we live in. Yeah. And um, it started off like little five little kids. And now every year we get about 60 kids um, that come (laughs) to our park. And I mean, I live in a 1300 square foot house. So I can't Mm -hmm. really entertain in my house with like all these kids. So we live across the street from a park. And it's really great when the kids come. And everyone sort of pitches in. Everyone brings 10 eggs per kid. So we like mix them all together. We hide them in the park. And it's this big community builder that like, um, you know, touches people and celebrates Jesus really because we, we, we put in the eggs, you know, little like Bible verses or things like that. That's what I put in my eggs, but everyone puts candy. I mean, there's all kinds of Yeah. Um, the Easter egg hunt is like known now. It it's is like, known. are you going to the old Easter egg hunt? Are right. you going to the old Easter egg? It's it's like a constant like it, like March. It's like, are you having that? What, what day? I want to put it on the calendar. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> yes. Just and, come to the park. And I think we we, we have had sixty two. I think is the wow. most kids we've had, and we've done it in like snow. Yep. <laughs> yes. We've done it like last year was beautiful. I feel like I remember it was like 60 degrees. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was really great. Yeah. You yeah. need those days for the Easter egg hunt. And we like, you know, made it COVID safe last year. Yeah. Like the food people brought was all, yeah. you know, it was like we worked in community. So it's not all one person. That is actually a really good point. People bring food to this thing. Correct. Yeah. So there's like a, a brunch a afterwards. Yeah. Yes. You can hang out. Your kids eat the candy and their eggs. Yep. They're running around the park. Yep. You're having a deviled egg. It's a great day. And of course, now we do an Easter egg roll where the kids have to do a race with the Easter egg on the spoon. And so it's become more of a, a next level event, uh-huh. would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really yeah. weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what started as a simple Easter egg mm-hmm. hunt. What are the other good things that you've seen from your next leveling? Okay. So I started a job in the pandemic. True. And um, I, in- I was there. <laughs> I inherited a. Now my husband says not to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Like mm-hmm. an an office that probably wasn't updated since 1963. Yeah, I mean, easily. Yeah, easily. Um, yeah, and it was just like not a very motivational place. Not very like I would come in and feel like this is so sad. Yeah, and um, it was like I started going through boxes and the office that were like old and there was these old pictures and they were, they became my inspiration for like, how can we like make this, but keep, you know, parts of the church. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we painted it. Mm -hmm. I painted it. Um, (laughs) You know, it just freshened it up. But the best thing that I think that I did that I think is inspiring when people walk in is that we, I did a whole ledge of pictures that sort of describe who we are as a church. And they're not just like typical pictures of like, you know, old events, but they were like right. actual like photojournalistic, like showing like who we are. Yeah. And um, everybody who comes in makes a comment. Yeah. They haven't been in there like, whoa, this place is so welcoming. This place is so nice. Yeah. So nice to see the pictures on the wall. Yeah. So. No, I think that I think that it does tell a story, right? That's right. what pictures do. Right. But you had this vision based on something very old to like right. breathe new life into something Correct. and say like, I'm going to make this thing that, but, but better. Right. And, and use and it as motivation and, yes. and freshen it up. And there are, how many pictures are there? Cause there are a lot of pictures on that ledge. Right. 30. Yeah. At least. And it tells a story beautifully. Right. Like lots of different kinds of people are represented. Right. On that thing. It's like a storyline. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the next level. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, I don't know, hang a picture of the sun <laughs> setting on the beach. Have a great day. Right. And you're like, no, hang all the people and put them in different frames mm-hmm. and make them pretty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, any other good goodness? Um, I know your friend. Listen, Emily's friend dimed her out and <laughs> told me that she sent Emily many, many, many good things that she has done. And I, I am committed to telling the goodness of next leveling. Okay. Okay. This is one last. last one. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. <laughs> um, in my small group, we sort of wanted to bring scripture to life mm-hmm. um, and sort of kind of make something for everyone that was not our typical meet and talk and pray. Um, so we used a scripture about bringing everything to Jesus's feet. Mm-hmm. And um, we had people, we had rocks, giant rocks. And so you went into a room and you wrote on these rocks, all the things that you were harboring, holding on to, that mm. you just needed to like, let go of yeah and you filled it out and you put these giant rocks into a backpack and you had to walk like a distance to another spot where you sort of like prayed about how this is just not from you know i'm gonna throw this to jesus and you threw it over the edge yeah um into this there happened to be a lake below yeah. and um it was just a really beautiful way that we could still be in scripture in our small group and everyone had the same experience but different yeah and by themselves yeah so it was really um next fun leveling. way yes yeah. and uh everyone was like this is so great it was just like yeah you, you felt like you were somewhere different yeah and instead of just saying which is good to sit around to open our bibles to talk about right. the scripture to go back and of forth course, doesn't of mean course. That's, that's good but then how can we apply it or how can we make it come alive how right can, how can it be real to me Right. And it's real. And you told me this story, a little bit of this story before, but the kids participated too, right? The kids participated and they, you know, it was a very, it was a journey for them, you know, because there was, and you know, my, um, he's not quite a teenager, but he's on, on, on the verge of teenagerness (laughs) in the next six months. Yeah. You know, he said that, you know, he wrote something about like, he just wants to have some more confidence. Yeah. And that, you know, he was lacking confidence and he, and that it was, you know, affecting him with his friends in school. And so he like took that, you know, and put it in his backpack and walked it down. And, you know, I don't know what he said when he was down there because everyone did it on their own. Yeah. Um, And he let it go. And he let it go and he threw it, you know, Yeah, what a way to like next level scripture for your kids, right? Like this is good for us and we need this, but we're having these experiences as adults. So what can we give them as kids that who knows then what God will do in in that in their journey because they've understood this thing so early. Right. Where we didn't understand it until there was tears. I mean, I was like crying when I came back because it was just like I didn't even realize how much stuff I hold on to. Yeah. And I mean, it's probably something I could do every day. Yeah. I mean, right. I probably should like, yeah. load up my rocks <laughs> from should. my bedroom and like, <laughs> you know, really I mean, yeah. we should do it now. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners will be right back. <laughs> no, I think it's true. Do you think when you have these like ideas for, I mean, I've just seen so many insane ideas come from your mind of just events even that we've done together. Do you think that when you have these ideas that you know, like, this is a part of your gifting, like this is a part of like who you are. So it's like this idea is from God, but he gave it to you because he knows you'll do something about it. 
I'm leaning more into that now. Yeah. I definitely did not think that before. I just thought just who I am. Right. Like this is my opinion. Right. It's my opinion. Like this right. is what I think we should do. And yeah. And I mean, probably early on in my life, I lacked some of the confidence to just say like, this is, no, we could totally do this. Yeah. Um, and do it better. And do it better. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I'm definitely leaning into it and really uh, thinking it is a gift. Yeah. I, because we serve on staff together, listeners, I have seen this like in play. We'll be in a meeting batting some idea around and Emily's like, we should actually. And then like say this thing, we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's what we mean. That's what we meant the whole time, Emily. Of course we met with that level of excellence that we would do this thing. No, but I think it's important too for us to recognize you know, those things as gifts, because then they're not about us. They're about how we can, like you said, from the very beginning, how can we give somebody else a warm hug? How can we care for, love, serve somebody else in, in this space or with what I've been given? Yeah. Yeah. You do that so well. If somebody wanted to take their event or their idea to the next level, (laughs) But they didn't know what to do because they're not Emily Olds, <clears throat> Megan Falconer. What is, what is one like practical thing that they could do simply to make that happen? What advice if someone's like, oh, I need to be doing the Easter egg hunt for my community or I need to be doing this to serve my family or my church or my smart. What, what do we do? How do we do it? Well, <laughs> I got to break it down to two things, I think. Please do. Help me out. I think everything I do is from an inspiration of something mm. else. Like if I'm not inspired, it's never going to be good. Yeah. Um, and I can be inspired at the clearance rack at Target. <laughs> I mean, right. I'd be like, oh, this, this could become a party, you know? Right. Like, um, so I think inspiration has to be at the, the crux of your idea. And maybe and- the difference is that you're looking for it. Like you're looking to be inspired. Constantly looking for inspiration wherever I go. I love um, that. And I always, and this may sound negative or unorthodox, but when I do come up with the inspiration or the idea, I always look for what is the negative and how can I fix that first? Mm. Because all the other things I'm, I'll be passionate about. Like, I know I can do this. I can do that. But I I go for... Why can't I? Or why, why can't I? We? Or why couldn't we? Or... The negative um and i got a good story about that tell us <laughs> tell us i love that actually your problem solving before the problem comes right yes. so we as as we all know as pto president as we all know like teachers have it rough right now yeah and the pto has it a little bit rough too because we haven't been able to do our fundraisers so we're low right. on cash so around christmas time i really wanted to do something for the teachers and but we, we didn't have a lot of money and I had this idea that I wanted to have a farmer's market and like in my mind I was like I want fresh produce and baked goods and all kinds of really great yeah. things that the teachers can come shop free of charge right. and you know stock their kitchen yeah um and like my board looked at me like I had 10 heads like right what Why? first of all it sounds like a lot of work yeah. second of all we have no money for that and third right. of all like what like what Right. So I started like brainstorming, like, well, why is, why can't this work? Yeah. So I was like, well, we're just going to ask parents to like donate, um, right. items they have right. or whatever. And coffees, um, teas, breads, right. Onions, potatoes. Right. Yeah. And, um, so people donated money, people donated things. And I mean, we had this 
I mean, the teachers were in tears. Like, yeah. we could have just given them a gift card and called it a day, but right. I was like, I want them to feel special. I want them to feel, yeah, you know, loved during this you know, crazy, crazy time, horrible time, in. you know, between quarantines and masks and right. all of these crazy things. Yeah, and, I mean, these teachers were so overwhelmed; they they couldn't even like. They felt loved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you asked the third grade to bring bread and the right. fourth grade to bring potatoes right. and the fifth grade to whatever, however right. it worked out. And I mean, you, you can't even like imagine yeah. all the things that we had. We just had. Yeah. And more then it, than like the teachers could even put in their bags. And teachers were, you were telling me this story where they would come in their faces would just be like, what? Right. Like, they had no idea. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to a farmer's market for my Christmas gift from the PTO. But right. then it fed their family for Christmas right. break or right. whatever. And it was. We had, I mean, people donated like cosmetic bags and nail polish. Yeah. So, I mean, they had all kinds of like really cool things to shop, shop from. for. Oh, so good. What, um, tell me one really quickly that kind of went viral, right? Like it you, did. you posted that. It did. I posted it on like a Facebook page that's for PTO people. That's yeah. And then like the PTO magazine picked it up and went in the magazine. <laughs> no. That's how you know you did it in mom life. Like, I am in the PTO magazine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, it was, and even um, the board was just like, I don't know how this happened, but it was the most amazing thing we've ever done. And they're all like, now they're all like looking in clearance. Like, they're like, I bought this for next year's farmer's market. Oh, I love so that. So they're all like bought in now. Yeah. And I think it's cool because it was something that originally, right, like your PTO board was like, we're going to throw this thing, but then you invite other people right. to be a part of it. Right. It's a whole school thing then. Yep. The whole, you're like, I'm going to next level this. Here's the vision. Everybody's right. like, okay, we're jumping on board the vision. We think it's crazy, but we're going to go ahead and do it. Right. And then every teacher leaves, every staff member, actually, uh, it wasn't even just member. teacher. Yep. Every staff member left for Christmas break with a huge hug. Yes. Yeah. That I didn't have to give. <laughs> that you don't have to touch anybody. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yep, you're like, no, no, that baguette, that's for meals. <laughs> Thanks for participating. Here's an onion. <laughs> do you have pictures of that? I do. Okay, good. We're going to put them in our show notes because people have to see it. It's okay. so good. <laughs> Listeners, if you are interested in the PTO Farmers Market, and you should be, I will link some <laughs> pictures to them. Um, yeah, Emily, we, that would be amazing. Because people need to see. Like, this yes, thing was crazy. It was. And it you was. had a friend come in and, like, zhuzh it up with you. Oh, yeah. And it was Baskets it was, and... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looked like a, a farmer's market. Yeah, it truly did. I <laughs> yeah. saw the pics. It, yep. it totally did. I love that. And I love the idea that you you can have this vision and this idea. And when you invite other people into it, it becomes bigger than probably even you imagined. Right. At first. Completely. Yeah. What a feel good story for uh, like a hundred different reasons. Right. Right. Like you get this inspiration. Okay. Let's do this farmer's market. You invite your board. Who's like, I'm going to trust you. Like, kind of. <laughs> kind of. And then you invite other people into it and teachers leave with a hug. Like everybody played a part in something yep. that was so good really for the school community at, yep. at large. And that's, and I've always, I've never been afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that is also a gift. Yeah. Cause some people are. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And you're like, no, no, there's this really cool vision and it's going to be fun. Right. Come on. Got to stay on my vision, but no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> and for creating my vision board. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, Emily, my like last and final question to every guest, which is like, 
it is, it's my favorite question in the world to ask. And I love that we had this conversation about next leveling and gifting and, and inviting people into community. And we know there's like attributes of God in all of that, right? Mm -hmm. Like just like our daily life. But what is something that you know about God now as a result of this, like kind of last season (laughs) of your life that maybe you didn't know about him before? Well, I I can't say that I didn't know this. Sure. But I can say with 100% that I believe this now, Mm -hmm. that God meets you where you are. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And just how I can, how I know this. Yeah. Is, uh, so 2019, let's rewind. And um, my husband gets, his work tells him he has to move to South Carolina. Yeah. And he had about a week's notice to do so. And of course we all weren't going to go at the time. Um, We had kids in school and it was a probationary period of the work. So we didn't even know if this was going to work out. And so it was a really, it was a very, very difficult time in our marriage. Yeah. Our family. Yeah. Everything was just, he's commuting to South Carolina essentially. I mean, and he'd be gone for two weeks at a time because they weren't paying for him to come back. So it was out of our pocket and just, it was, it's you know, crazy. it was emotionally hard on everybody and, yeah. um, it, it was, it was just very tough. And yeah. not that this is a joking matter, but we joke that the pandemic brought him home. Oh yeah. Because, um, you know, and it was like, I kept praying, like, please like, just yeah. give us, give us like our light, our path. Yeah. If we're supposed to go to South Carolina, then light that up. So we know, yeah. um, and we'll go there. It's not my choice. Right. But I'll but do it I'll out of obedience. It. I'll do it. Right. But it's not my choice. Um, yeah. But anyways, he came home in the pandemic and they allowed him to work from home, but it didn't end up working out. And he was yeah. uh, laid off, fired, whatever, whatever happened <laughs> whatever in happened. May. Um, and in, in my normal world, I would have been basing everything out of fear. Like, yeah. how are we going to pay bills? Right. How are we going to survive? Yeah. What, what are we going to do? But I just, I actually felt relief that this was God saying like, this is not where you guys are supposed to be. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to give you that relief. And really the day he got let go, I got a call that like, they needed me to come in and start my job. They need to start paying me. Yeah. And I was like, really? Yeah. I was like, this is so crazy. And really he didn't get a job right away. I mean, he didn't get a job for almost eight months. Yeah. And every single step of the way during this we were met where we were like we never we never had to struggle yeah Um, he always came god always came through always came through and every you know like we our our bills were paid yeah um you ate we ate yeah i mean and matt really got like an amazing summer with our kids you know we live near the water so gosh we live in the best place (laughs) and so he got you know to experience the kids at an age that yeah um you know he you know normally he was the weekend dad because he was working right or every other weekend or right so this was really just such a bonding for him and it's really what our kids needed it's what our marriage needed it you know so um, the time together the time together i mean everything just and I just had faith and because it just every 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 single time yeah it was met isn't it interesting too that like this thing can happen and it can be seemingly scary and we're petrified and then every single every single, single. time God comes through yeah. like, like in every single thing right and and we operate in this like spirit of fear like you're saying but right. you're like for some reason I just was like nope it was like is, the path illuminated, like when he, like your exact prayer, 
my exact like and it was like did I want him to like not have a job and us not have health benefits and all the things <laughs> no. that go like no I was like oh right. my goodness what are we gonna do but yeah every single step he met us where we were it's so beautiful when that happens God is so present that's like kind of a theme that keeps coming up in this question with guests is just how present God is in all of it and we can miss it yeah or we could be like no 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 like right. he was right there the whole time and and I feel like in the past I probably did miss it yeah because I was in a fear-based like yeah what are we gonna do we have no money like right. you know and we got kids to feed we got kids to feed and right. cars to pay and you yeah. know what I mean soccer to register <laughs> right for. Yeah. and and don't know there was just a piece here and it just yeah. sort of like really really was something that I hadn't felt in a long time or yeah. at all I don't know yeah no I think that's real and I think that it's it just proves the sovereignty of God right yeah. like okay you're you are before him being like okay Lord like what it, I, I need you to illuminate this path for my family and he's like I got you like, yep. <laughs> let me rearrange yep. this and like, like and he knew and he knew the whole time he knew right. medicine in South Carolina would be so temporary right and it's it's your faith or our faith it's like what like why is that in South Carolina what is happening right. and, and those, like, and those three it. months I walked around with like a pit in my stomach yeah. and like just not and then it wasn't really till I just started really hard praying like please like yeah. what is it like am I just are, am I looking at this wrong am yeah. I like fighting what we're supposed to be doing right and no yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, I so. love that. <laughs> he is. He will meet us every single time. Every single time. I love that. Emily, thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. And I am so excited for all of our listeners to um, click the link in the show notes for the pictures to the farmer's market. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey everybody and welcome to Megan Recommends, just a little segment where we share things that are making our world brighter and better in hopes that they will make your world brighter and better too. Today, Megan Recommends listening to Emily. I'm very nervous because I would not let Emily tell me what it is she's recommending and now she has a funny face. So Emily, <laughs> I recommend listening to you. What is your recommendation for us? Okay, I'm going to recommend, um, it's called little words project and it is from a woman who started um who was bullied and started in her basement making bracelets with affirmations on them and um, now it's like a business and now it's a business that she has and they're sold in all kinds of boutique stores she has a store in um i think greenwich village in new york now um of these bracelets that have different affirmations but it's not they're super cute oh my gosh emily has them on her wrist i'll take a picture before she leaves so you guys can see listeners and i brought one for (gasps) you did for for megan brought me a little bird's bracelet but what is next level about it is they all come with a little number on them okay and the idea that she had was you can register your bracelet yeah and on the website and you can give out your bracelet like to somebody it's that needs that that needs that affirmation (gasps) and they can go on and see where this bracelet has been before stop it what i have tears my eyes i I love this this is so connective right so the idea is you you put your bracelets on emily has her stacked i'll take a picture for you guys and then 
there's a little circle on the back and you go onto her website, register your thing and they can say, oh, we've seen this in the Northeast and now it's in Tennessee and now right. it's in Florida. And, now- and it's the passing of kindness and the affirmations to people when you know they need them. Stop it. This is the most beautiful thing. <laughs> it's Jesus and then Little Word Project. Mm-hmm. Little Word Project. <laughs> we um, can I put think, a link to that maybe in the I show I think littlewordproject.com is okay. where you can buy them online if you can't find them in a local boutique. Guys, let's all get them mm-hmm. and put, start passing them around. Yep. Come on, there's a million of you listening. <laughs> well, 7,000, but a million <laughs> is close. <laughs> all right, you heard it here first. Little Words Project. We'll put the links in the show notes. Emily, thanks for the recommendation. You're and for welcome. my bracelet. <laughs>